0: Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I am here with my sister Jodi. Hello. So I have some embarrassing moments. We haven't done these in a while. Nice. And I might do some that we've done before, but they're funny. So okay. Okay. My Auntie Julie, who played a whole game of 10-pin bowling in someone's orthopedic shoes, which she picked up off the counter by mistake.
1: <laughs> How could you not tell what bowling shoes are? They all are like brightly colored, ugly. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> She probably thought she hit the jackpot. These are like, oh, they're not. Comfortable bowling <laughs> shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not bright colors.
0: Uh, the cashier at Trader Joe's asked me if I worked at Equinox because I was wearing an Equinox t-shirt and I said, no, but thank you for thinking I'm fit enough to be a personal trainer. She said, well, they have a staff cleaning, uh, cleaning staff too. Oh my God. <laughs> That's rude. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my daughter is 16 and obtaining her first license and was asked if she wanted to be an organ donor. She replied, will it hurt?
1: oh that's so cute
0: (laughs) no honey you won't feel a thing (laughs) Uh, when we were first dating my husband once asked me how i felt about pet names i was like i think animals should have dignified names (laughs) i have never lived it down (laughs) oh
1: that's great
0: (laughs) um I think we've done this one before but it's great. I went to get a haircut today. Barber, what do you do for a living? Me, I'm a writer. How about you? Barber, I'm a barber. <laughs> oh, this one again. I know if we've done this before. 3 year 3 years ago, a cute guy I worked with wanted to give me a fist bump. I thought he was pretending to hold an invisible microphone, so I leaned forward and said, "Hello." <laughs> Uh, I was behind a grandmother who was apparently visiting Starbucks for the first time. The barista said, can I get a name for your drink? She looked very confused and said slowly, I guess we'll call him Bob. (laughs) Damn Starbucks. (laughs) They wanted you to name their drink. (laughs) Once when I was flying... I saw that there was a very dark patch on the wing that kept growing. I was sure I'd see flames in a second. I got up to the stewardess, whispering to her about the dark patch. She checked it out and then told me it was part of the plane's shadow.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That person had to feel stupid.
0: <laughs> yes. My cabbage patch kid in 1993 was named Fern Letty. She was kidnapped. True story, I got a ransom note and everything. My mom's friend was playing a prank on me. I later found Fern Letty in a tree with a boy cabbage patch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that reminds me, we did that with a guy at work that I used to work with. He had a, um, you know, the Chester Cheetah? Oh, yeah. He had one of those on his desk, and we took it one day and left a ransom note. <laughs> it's <was> great. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Uh, in eighth grade, I had a crush on a boy in my class. At some point, I found out my family was moving and I was going to switch schools, so I wrote him a very long love letter. The day after I read it to him in front of my class, my parents decided to keep me going to the same school. That <laughs> would be embarrassing. Oh, shit.
1: Remember that letter? <laughs> I was totally kidding. <laughs> I didn't really mean it. <laughs>
0: uh most embarrassing email exchange i ever had sent an email they replied and called me matisse i replied with a stink about how my name is properly spelled and that it's actually really important to me they told me to check my first email i had misspelled my own name oh my god (laughs) how do you even do that i don't don't know maybe (laughs) fat fingers i don't know (laughs) Oh, I know. I've read this one. I was in a park and a lady, lady loudly called out, anyone who wants ice cream, come over here. I headed over there with several others. She handed out ices to all of them. Then uh, asked me, who are you? I realized the rest were all her family.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I would die. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have went over there in the first place.
0: oh <laughs> well, yeah. He wanted some ice cream. <laughs> This one says, I hope the woman who forgot the word iced so asked me for a caramel macchiato on the rocks yesterday is doing well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: funny. My wife just said bukkake in front of my kids to my shock. She then admitted that she didn't know what it meant, thought it was just like bullshit or something fake, and she had said it in meetings. I made her Google it. Now she's having a panic attack. <laughs> I just had an embarrassing memory of me being in middle school with a side braid and getting a Starbucks Frappuccino and telling the barista my name was Katniss. Then this poor 20-something had to call out the name Katniss, one that clearly wasn't my name. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. At my mate's wedding, someone said his sister was pregnant. Being a bit pissed, I rubbed her belly and congratulated her. I forgot he had another sister. After deciding not to kill myself, I approached his other sister and repeated the above. I also forgot he had a third sister. Oh my god! (laughs) I just whispered, Hello, old friend, to my favorite toilet at work because I haven't used it in over a year. Then someone cleared their throat in the other stall. (laughs) and my last one. I was working as a receptionist and a man came to the counter and asked, are you gay? I replied, no, are you? Uh, then he said he was looking for gay. It was, then I realized he was looking for my boss, Pam, but he got her name wrong. For the next two weeks, every time another staffer was near, they'd poke their head in the door and ask are you gay? <laughs> I can laugh about it now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and as remind reminder. for the week.
1: All right, I did scary true stories that must be read to be believed. okay. When I was little, my mom and I were in the kitchen, and I saw this strange figure, figure standing in the corner. I told her about it immediately, and as it turns out, every single one of my siblings had claimed to see a figure that looked the same when they were around the same age. Hmm, that's weird. Didn't say what the figure looked like.
0: It's always odd, though, when, especially kids, um, like it'll be one kid and they have an experience and then like another kid that age will be in the same... Yeah, the age thing. Yeah, That's, that's weird. That is
1: weird. And that comes up quite a bit. It does. This one's courtesy of my aunt. My father and my two aunts lived in a house that was supposedly haunted. One night, my aunt was having a sleepover with her friends and one of them brought out a Ouija board. They ended up communicating with a spirit named Rosalie. They asked where she, wa- where she was and she said on your lap. Then the nightgown my aunt was wearing puffed downward onto her lap as if someone was sitting on my aunt's lap. They started to freak out. Then the spirit wrote out, put on channel 78. I like Elvis. And of course, to my aunt and her friend Shock, one of the Elvis' shows was on that exact channel. She's not touched a Ouija board since.
0: Well, that's... It's super creepy if that happened, like, but it's not, like, dangerous creepy, right? No, So, no. I guess if it happened to you, you'd totally freak out and be like, yeah, okay, I'm never using a weird yeah, word again. Yeah, I,
1: I think I would be that way. <laughs> While my mom was researching deep into our family history, we found out that we're distantly related to one of the most famous ghosts in Denmark, who's known as the White Lady of Dragonsholm Slot. The legend goes that she was a nobleman's daughter who fell in love with a stable boy and got pregnant. For this, her father bricked her up inside the walls of the house, alive, and now she haunts the property. Her full name was Celestine Marianne de Boyon Gilderstern. Oh my. I think that's pretty wild.
0: That is crazy. That would be crazy to find out that you're related to someone who has a like legend goes? Yeah, that's yeah. That's crazy. That
1: is, that's cool, kind of. hmm According to family stories, my late grandmother's second husband had a very deep, raspy voice. He had tonsillitis, but didn't have enough money to get his tonsils removed. He let them become more and more infected until one day he put a funnel in his mouth and poured in baking soda. The story claims that it made him cough so much that he coughed up his tonsils and it left him with that now famously gravelly voice what
0: is that real
1: that does not sound real (laughs) he would die he would like choke to death and your tonsils don't just fall out fall out (laughs) (laughs) if one of my family told me that i'd be like please
0: (laughs) yeah people's tonsils fell out they'd save a lot of money yeah they would
1: just take some baking soda yeah it will be fine you'll cough so much that they'll just fall (laughs) right out oh man when my grandmother was a child she witnessed a village-wide seance for a little girl who had just tragically died my great-grandmother didn't believe in this sort of thing so she took the table used in the seance home and placed it by a window Within an hour, it burst into flames and set her drapes on fire. Oh my God! The fire was put out, and needless to say, the remnants of the table were disposed of.
0: I wonder if that's true. That's crazy. I don't know. And a town-wide
1: seance? That sounds fun. Yeah, th- these must be like old. Yeah, must be. This story's from my maternal grandparents' wedding, and my mom loves telling it. It took place at the local dance hall, where there was another event also happening simultaneously. There was some sort of argument that my grandfather had to break up, and he politely asked the gentleman involved to leave, since he wasn't on their guest list anyway. The man left without a fuss, but not without taking some of the flowers off the newlyweds' decorated car. They didn't find out until days later, but the papers reported that this guy had been running from the law for the murder of his father, stepmother, and five half-siblings. Oh my God. He ended up being the last ever person to be hanged in Alberta, Canada. Holy shit, that's creepy. That is, that's crazy. Most of my family doesn't know this story, but since my mom is in charge of genealogical... How do you say that?
0: Genealogical?
1: Yeah, records. (laughs) I've heard it from her many times. Basically, my great-great-great-grandma had a daughter and she found out her daughter was being mistreated by her husband, so they did what any logical Canadians would do. They both took axes and hacked him to death. Oh! I'm talking dismemberment-level hacking here. Yikes. They were then tried and hanged for murder, but this still makes them my most interesting relatives. Oh, my. uh. (laughs) Holy shit. I bet uh, there weren't any other men in that family that mistreated anybody. Uh, I would say No. Well, at least until after they were hanged. (laughs) My grandpa's family lived in Plainfield, Wisconsin in the early 1900s until 1970s. This is also where infamous grave robber Ed Gein lived, and according to my grandpa, the bodies of some of our relatives were actually dug up by Ed himself. The police never made a public release of the names of those he dug up, but if you had family buried in the cemetery, you could go to the police with your family members and confirm whether or not they were dug up by Ed. Oh my god.
0: Fucked up. He never actually killed anyone, did he? Or his mom? Did he
1: kill his mom? I don't remember. I don't think he ever killed anyone. He was just fucking nut bar. When I was a toddler, I never went to bed without being read a story. One night, I was in bed getting ready for sleep, and my mom came in to read me a book she had just purchased. I insisted that my aunt, her sister, had already read it to me. My mom told me that it was impossible, since my aunt lived in New York, and we were in Washington, D.C. at the same time. Then, the phone rang. It was my grandparents calling to let my mom know that my aunt had died. Oh, I just
0: got chills. That's my yeah. phone.
1: So basically, as far back on my mom's side as we can go, the the women have had supernatural experiences. To just name a few, my grandmother always said she felt a presence with her. This woman had been in more near-death experiences than I can count and always made it out. From car accidents to domestic abuse to aneurysms to three different kinds of cancer. She was never sure if that presence protected her or cursed her. My mom also had a presence that played tricks on her. When she had my oldest brother, she moved into a house that was turned into an apartment building. She lived on the ground floor with access to the basement. She'd always catch the basement light on. It was a pull string light, so she'd head down the stairs and click off the light. When she'd get back up the stairs, all her dining room chairs would be moved around, (laughs) with one always placed across the room, facing to look out the front window.
0: Weird. That's crazy.
1: I would have to name the presents. Yeah, and it would and be... And scold them. Yeah. I'm like, please Be stop. like, fuck, knock it off.
0: I'll leave the chair by the window. <laughs> just stop.
1: <laughs> my mom grew up in a small house with her parents and four brothers. Every night for years, a car would pull up outside and men would come inside the house. But my mom was the only one who saw them. <gasps> what? they'd look around play a few notes on the piano open drawers and cupboards and leave when my mom finally convinced my grandparents that this was happening my grandpa walked through the house with the candle and prayed the men never returned after that what 20 years later my parents my brother and i moved into the ne- into the house next door my brother was around too. when every night he'd scream and say that there was a man looking in his window his window was way too high up for this to be possible, but his room faced directly into my mom's childhood room across the yard. Whoa. That's weird. That is
0: weird. I love it. What were they doing? Who were they? Did the door open? Were the cabinets opening and like nobody saw it but her? I don't know. Did anyone hear the piano? You know? Like- yeah.
1: Sounds like no. Weird. Oh my gosh that's weird when my parents were dating as teens they were hanging out at my mom's house with some friends while her dad was out in the story they admit that some drinking had been involved which is when my mom decided to pull out the ouija board they sat at the kitchen table taking turns asking questions obviously not taking it too seriously but still trying to scare each other my dad asked is the devil real the planchette moved to yes, and then my dad literally fell through the wicker chair that he was sitting in. It freaked them all out. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, the devil's real, real. Now you're on your ass. Stop asking stupid questions. Yeah, no shit. My dad always tells the story of how, a year after my great-grandmother's death, my grandma died. After her funeral, my parents stayed at her house. In the middle of the night, my father suddenly woke up and saw a shadowy figure that looked like my late grandma walk across the room before disappearing into thin air. Is that it? That's it. That was weird. Yeah. Short but sweet. Okay. And this is my last one. My mom always tells me the story about one of the first houses she and my dad moved into. Whenever she would empty the dishwasher in the kitchen at night, she could see someone outside the window watching her. But when she would look in that direction, there was no one there. One afternoon, my parents had a few friends over, and they were headed out to get dinner. One of the friends complained about being cold, so my dad said that he could borrow a jacket. He just had to go upstairs to the bedroom. The guy went in alone to grab it. He was taking a little long, so my mom went in the house to check on him, and he came barreling down the stairs, white in the face. My mom asked if he was okay. He said that after grabbing the jacket, he went out into the hallway and saw a man at the end of the hallway dressed in old diving gear with a metal helmet and boots. What? My parents moved out shortly after that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, how would you feel if someone...
0: Like, came to your house for the first time ever, let's just say. And you guys were getting ready to leave and they were like, hey, can I use the bathroom real quick or something? I'll just be a second. And they run in and they have a ghost experience in your Mm. house. Like, you've never had any feelings or experiences or anything, but... It would always be in the back of your mind after that. And I would
1: probably, for a while, I would freak out. And then probably forget about it. And, and then, then probably be like, well, pfft, obviously nothing's going on, and then forget about it. But
0: it would all, you're right, it would always be there, like, is there something going on that I'm just not open to? That I can't see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, creepy.
0: I don't want that to happen. No. So if you
1: ever see anything in here, do not tell me. Okay.
0: And just don't invite anyone else over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is pretty easy to do, because, you know,
0: okay. I don't know many people. And if I if something happens, I'm telling you. Sorry,
1: but I'll lie and say it was somewhere
0: else. But I'm telling you.
1: Well, I will say when we caught that EVP in here. Oh yeah, I didn't feel any. Yeah,
0: different. I mean it was. Yeah, that's true because it's not like it was a one-time thing. It was very strange. Haven't caught anything before or after. Yeah,
1: just weird. That's why I feel it was just something that passed through and mm-hmm. is gone. But why? I don't know. What the fuck. But, yeah, I didn't feel, like, afraid of my house or anything. Yeah. My house has a very good feel to it. Yeah. Definitely. Very, very comfortable. It's Yeah. It's a very comfortable feeling house. I don't think there's anything here. I don't either, but, you know, just. And if there is, they can just. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. You know. Don't bother me. Okay. I also
0: have <laughs> some true scary stories. Uh, When I was in middle school, a ton of weird stuff happened on the second room, no, on the second floor girls' bathroom. Doors would slam, lights flicked a ton. Sometimes the mirror would somehow get fogged up and weird messages like help would be written in the glass. Every girl at school knew it was haunted and we all tried our best to avoid it at all costs. But it makes me think, did someone die in the middle school bathroom? Because it literally cannot think of a worse way to go.
1: You know, when people talk about stuff being written in, on bathroom, like mirrors oh, yeah. or whatever, I can't ever really take that seriously. No. Because anyone could, you know, anyone could do that. Absolutely.
0: Well, my my thing would be, if there wasn't any obvious reason, why was the mirror fogged up in the first place? Like, what? I mean, who cares about the words or whatever? How was it fogging yeah, up?
1: Yeah, that's a... It was like, what, what kind of building was it? A school.
0: school. Mm-hmm. Middle school.
1: There's nothing in there that should fog up. A, no. It's not like a, you know, a little bathroom in your house. Right. Like if you take a shower, the, the mirror steams up. Right. That. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah, that one's hard to believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> another school. At my elementary school, there were rumors that a child who went there had once murdered another child on school grounds. I have gone out of my way to learn details about it because I'm pretty pretty—I'm sh- a pretty sensitive person and think it would really upset me. What? Huh? Uh, but at that school, weird things happen. Several times doors slammed by themselves suddenly and lights flickered on and off. A lot of times there would be knocking on doors to the classrooms, but when you open the door, no one would be there. Once the fire alarm was pulled and everyone thought the building was actually on fire, but it wasn't. Someone had pulled the alarm, but the security cameras showed that there was no one in the hall when it happened. It was not sad to move to another middle school. That's creepy. That is creepy. But that, again, that could be like um, electronic malfunction or... What about the door slamming shut? Mm-hmm. Wind? Maybe. Open
1: window? Maybe
0: oh we created a ouija board from scratch because we read it made them safer what (laughs) no (laughs) my best friend and i put a rocking chair under my bedroom doorknob to keep my mom out and tried for hours to get the board to work but nothing happened we went to sleep and i was awoken by my dog digging at the bed and yelling before I could grab the dog, she launched herself on, off the bed, crawled underneath it, and continued to dig and yowl. Simultaneously, the door to the bedroom flew open, sending the rocking chair across the floor. It slid directly to the end of the bed and rocked violently. As if on cue, my best friend sat uh, bolt upright in bed and yelled, George, stop it! The chair stopped rocking, the dog stopped digging, and the bedroom door closed itself. My best friend laid back down and was sound asleep. This was 40 years ago. She doesn't remember, but I'll never forget it. We might have failed to talk to bad spirits through the board, but clearly we invited them into the house. We found out years later that my best friend's house was built by a sea captain whose first name was George.
1: That's creepy. That is creepy. I thought someone was, I thought like a parent was trying to get in the door, but that's not what it sounded like at the end. No.
0: Once when I was a teenager, I nearly finished and nearly finished with high school. I was alone one night at home. My mother was a single parent as my father had died a couple years before and she was working nights as a nurse. We had a setup where I'd wake her up when I came home from school in the afternoons and make dinner for us both. Then she would head into work as I started my homework. That particular night, I'd seen my mother off to work and finished my homework and everything when I realized I had forgotten to take the trash out when I got home for the day. It was already pretty late and really dark outside, but the trash bin was just on the other side of the carport. We also lived in a reasonably safe neighborhood, so I didn't see a reason why I shouldn't take it out. I flipped on the dim exterior light that really only illuminated the trash bin and a single corner of the carport and walked out to the trash. When I walked outside, I realized that it was really dark, much darker than usual for that time of night, and I reasoned it was most likely due to the cloud cove. I quickly disposed of the trash and closed the bin, and when I turned around to go back inside, I was stopped dead in my tracks. In front of me was a human-sized being of pure light. It struck an unnatural level of fear into me. I remember being frozen in shock, staring at it and trying to make sense of it, it stood with its glowing arm extended toward me, completely unmoving. Looking back, I've never been able to really articulate just how horrifying this thing was. It didn't move, it didn't make any sound, it simply was, and it didn't fade away or disappear when I blinked. I don't really remember how I got away from it, I just know that a few minutes later I was standing inside my house with the door locked behind me, shaking like a leaf and crying like a toddler. I've never been able to figure out what I saw or what it wanted from me. Weird. I don't like that. No. While I was watching TV one night, I fell asleep in the recliner in the living room in my 1980... (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to start that over. (laughs) While I was watching TV one night, I fell asleep in the recliner in the living room of my 1835 home. I woke up once but was too tired to go upstairs, so I turned the TV off and went back to sleep. I woke later to see a young woman leaning over me, watching me sleep. I immediately sat up, startled. She straightened up and smiled, then turned and started to walk away. I was wide-eyed and knew I wasn't dreaming. She was as real as could be with long, reddish-brown, frizzy hair. She was wearing a high-collar Victorian dress with a white apron with huge straps. As she started to walk away, her left side vanished into the television and its stand, then she completely disappeared. I looked at my phone, and it was 2:18 a.m. It was, of course, very memorable—not frightening, but exhilarating. Hmm. That be terrifying. Creepy to me. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> um. It says, does lucid dreaming count? I took a nap one day and woke up within my dream to my room exactly as it was when I had fallen asleep. The only reason I knew I was still dreaming was because my deceased pets were trying to get into the bed for snuggles. Then I looked over my shoulder and saw a pale child, maybe no older than 10, dressed in a dirty Edwardian Edwardian, Edwardian style dress. He walked into my room through an already open door with a blank expression on his face. He didn't see me, he just walked slowly into the room directly toward the back wall. I woke up not too long after I saw him and couldn't shake this feeling that I used to know that child and I had been visited by more than just the ghosts of cats and dogs while I slept. Hmm. That's
1: strange. Yeah.
0: Next one, I work in an old courthouse that is no question about it haunted. Historically, the building hasn't just been the courthouse, but the building where all the county offices and jail were housed. My office used to be upstairs in what used to be the county clerk's office, and when I worked up there, odd things would happen. In my first encounter, I was there alone and heard what sounded like papers being shuffled through near my coworker's desk, but he didn't leave any papers there and there wasn't a fan or vent. I quickly left after that. The next time my coworker and I were up there together and something started knocking on the walls while we were talking then it would stop as soon as we stopped it happened a few times in a row then we told it to stop and it did my boss once said that he was up there and he stepped out to do something when he came back one of the phones was off the receiver he had affectionately taken to calling the ghost judge haunty <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's a terrible name for that's a horrible
1: ghost. <laughs> judge haunty that's funny that'd be like something i would come up with because i'm horrible at coming up not creative at all that's me yeah (laughs) some people make up these you know cute names and it's like how do you do that i can't do that i know i'd be like mr ghost man
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible (laughs) Okay, I want to preface this by saying I was very skeptical prior to this experience. In 2011, my mom and I visited the Queen Mary, a reportedly haunted ship. We were in the pool area, and I went off by myself because I figured that my best chance to experience something was to be alone. As I stood on the opposite side of the pool, as everyone else, I felt this hard tug on my shirt. I kind of brushed it off until about one minute later when the tour guide said that a little girl died in the pool and the main way she likes to let people know she's still around is by tugging on their shirts. After that experience, I am a firm believer in the paranormal.
1: I want something like that to happen. I was just thinking we should probably, we should go to that Evansville library. You think we should do the same thing again? Yeah. Hmm. Because that's the only place I can think of that's not too far away. Yeah. and it's supposed to be haunted yeah yeah i can't i don't know if there's well, any there is else. a
0: cemetery in fishers that's supposed to be haunted is there yeah it was on a episode of um oh what was that show um fact faked
1: oh but is it somewhere you can just go
0: visit i don't know it, i think it's an old cemetery so i don't see why not like there the reason why they went out there was because a paranormal group was walking around out there Hmm. And they caught a, it looked like a train, like a ghost train. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I want to do something like that. We'll look into it. Okay. Uh, At the end of my hometown, there's a big dark forest, and unsurprisingly, there is a ton of stories about it. I believe this one from firsthand experience. The story goes that decades ago in... Uh, To celebrate the first day of June, a school was having a picnic in the woods when a little girl wandered off to pick flowers and was never seen again. If you go into the woods on the first of June, they say you might meet her and that she's not scared or sad of anything, just picking flowers peacefully. When I was a dumb 13-year-old, I decided to see if that was true. I walked into the woods on the first day of June, and I heard a little girl laughing. I jumped like a foot in the air and turned around to see if anyone was there. There was no one, just a pile of uprooted flowers. I never fucked around with Supernatural after that. Hmm. I would die if that happened to me. I know. Because you know he's like, you're right. You <laughs> go out there and then like, you hear a little girl laughing. Oh God, that's terrifying. <laughs> when I was about nine years old, I was staying with my maternal grandmother. She lived in the country in an old farmhouse my grandfather built in the, in the 1920s. My grandmother and I shared a room with twin beds. It was in the middle of the night, and I woke up to a man standing at the foot of the bed, just nodding his head. I was terrified and closed my eyes tight. Uh, closed my eyes tight shut. When I opened them back, he was gone. The following morning, I told my grandma about what had happened, and she went and got a picture I had never seen before. It was a picture of my late grandpa. She had never, I had never met him because he passed in nineteen fifty-six. It was the man I saw at the foot of the bed the night before. Thank you, Grandpa, for such a great memory. Hmm, That's cute. That is cute. This isn't a ghost story, but I'll give it a shot. I was visiting a friend who had been going through a rough patch, and he said he really appreciated me coming to visit him. I randomly thought of that Bible verse about showing hospitality to strangers because you may be entertaining angels unaware. I momentarily felt an odd sensation, I was sitting down, I suddenly got the kind of feeling you get when you've been sitting down for a while and stand up too quickly. It passed just as quickly as it came, but my friend said, that was weird, you were just thinking about where it says in the Bible you may invite angels in by being hospitable to strangers. I had experienced stories about people supposedly experiencing telepathic communication. I think these people were being sincere when they tell these stories, but most of them can be explained by coincidence or subconsciously reading body language and getting the idea of what the person is thinking about my experience was not like that this was very specific thought and we weren't talking about anything similar at the time did that make sense i'm sorry i kind of messed that up in the middle Mm. he was thinking about that bible verse and then the friend was like were you just thinking about that bible verse and it was weird yeah okay I was working an opening shift at a food place in the mall. My friend worked at another food place, and I saw him walk by my store that morning to go out for a smoke break. We looked at each other and said, hey. He was quiet and shy, as am I, and he went on, and I continued working on opening the store. Not even a few hours go by, and I got a call from our mutual friend. He told me that our friend had passed away that night. But how? I just saw him, I said. There was no explanation. It was heartbreaking. I still to this day see that warning in my head. His other co-workers swear they saw him as well, and I never will doubt it. Oh my gosh, I got chills on that one too. That's crazy. Yeah. My house had a lot going on for a while, and it started with the kids. My youngest son was the main target. He said his bed was being shaken once we were in the kitchen together and he was pouring milk for cereal when his arm went up like it had been bumped and spilled milk all over the counter another time i had i had something grab me by the leg and tried to pull me out of bed my husband was next to me but i was frozen with fear and nothing would come out of my mouth i've experienced the bed shaking and unexplained breezes around my bed in a closed room Things have calmed down since the kids grew up and moved, but I have taken videos of the house and seen orbs floating around. Mm Hmm. That's weird. I've had several paranormal experiences, but one really stands out. In 2012, I was finishing my senior year of high school. My bedroom was in the basement of our house. I woke up one night because a voice in my head was telling me I was being watched. Standing at the foot of my bed was a man. He had smoke coming off of him, Looked kind of like he was charred and was wearing a long coat and cowboy hat with no clearly defined features except for most eccentric blue eyes. He stared at me for what felt like hours, but more like a few minutes, that's all I remember. Years later, I was talking to my brother about paranormal experiences and told him that one. My brother was living in Georgia in 2012. When I told him that story, my badass. West Point grad, Army Ranger brother, got tears in his eyes and told me he saw the exact same apparition in that same year, except his wall's blood. Was that it? Yeah. Oh, that's strange. We used to live in an old house in Virginia, and weird but easily explained or dismissed things happened often. Things like cupboards being open, things placed in the fridge that didn't go there, etc., Nothing convincing, but one day I was home alone and I one hundred percent heard a child's voice very clearly say Mom I looked everywhere and there was no one at home, no one outside, no TVs were on or anything. From then on that became a regular occurrence, especially if I was in the bathroom or the kitchen. It gave me chills and I'm glad or I was glad when we moved.
1: That's creepy.
0: And sad <laughs> you know. <laughs> Someone looking for their mom. Yeah.
1: If that's really what they were doing. Oh, yeah. I always forget that. Mm -hmm. That's not good.
0: Yeah. That's not good. I swear my mom is still present in my dad's house. She died in 2007 and we played her favorite song, Three Times, A Lady by Lionel Richie at her funeral. Late at late on the night after her funeral, <laughs> late late on the night after her funeral, I was watching the music channels that, and the song came on. I changed the channel quickly as I was obviously still emotional, and as I did, all the symphony cards on the shelves moved. Sympathy. <laughs> like I think this is going to be cards. my last my my last story. <laughs> because I can't read. <laughs> has symphony cards <laughs> I was what like is, "Is a symphony card a
1: symphony card
0: there is no <laughs> such thing as a symphony card I can't, just can't read <laughs> god okay I forgot where I was. Oh, I changed the channel quickly as I was obviously still emotional. And as I did, all the sympathy cards on the shelves moved as though someone had run their hand across them. So I put the song back on. (laughs) Since then, every now and then she'll make herself known. All my posters came off the wall in the night. My very heavy CD rack had been pushed over. And sometimes my bed shifts as though someone has sat on it. I find it comforting. Um, that doesn't sound that does not sound like a mother. No, no, that's not. No, I don't like that. I don't either. they pushed all the sympathy cards off
1: the that's not cool. Well, and pushing over a CD yeah, case that's and a lot of force and aggressive. Yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah. That's not they comforting. Find it comforting. No,
0: <laughs> loud, giant crash. Oh, mom. <laughs>
1: that's not your mom no i don't like that <laughs> and you know that per- whatever that not person whatever that is is just laughing <laughs> look at that dumbass! i think i'm their mom <laughs> what else can
0: i do <laughs> i know let's set the house on fire oh god it's awful. <laughs> oh mom thanks for the bonfire it's comforting it's so warm <laughs> gone okay i better stop this is my last one <laughs> hauntings were a part of my childhood experience my siblings and i had our own individual encounters my very first memory was when i was around six and my bed started to shake really bad it happened regularly i usually hid very still and quiet under the heavy wool blankets of my bed this time was too much and instead of hiding i just started to scream as i laid there i recall seeing my sister's open bedroom door and just stand I recall seeing my sisters open my bedroom door and just stand there with their big eyes and and with their uh, mouths (laughs) agape (laughs) you are done no I'm not I have this paragraph (laughs) my mom ran in and turned this is a typo it says It says, my mom ran in and turned the light on and my bed felt like it had dropped. My sisters later said that I had screamed that there was an earthquake under my bed. From then on, shit got weird. Lights and stereos would blast on and we'd take refuge outside until my parents came home from work or my older siblings came back from wherever they had been. We never felt able to go down the hallway without running. It felt like we were being there watched it felt like a being was there watching and waiting. Jeez.
1: <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap I'm just doing funny tweets. Apparently, it's inappropriate to yell out shots, 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 <laughs> while your child's getting immunization at the pediatrician's office. Oh, my God. They wanted to make it fun. (laughs) My husband bought a stud finder and didn't put it to his chest to see if it works. Someone come take his dad card away. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I think my kids got Christmas list and prayer requests mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) I am so sick of Elf on the Shelf. The other day, I stole one of my daughter's crackers, and she looked at the elf and said, you saw that, right? Oh, my. Well, I don't get that at all. The elf on the shelf? Yes. I don't either. Where the fuck did that come from, and why? I don't know. It's like,
0: here, parents, here's something else to do every Uh, day. No. Yeah. No. It's
1: awful. Although, some of the... Like TikToks or whatever, the positions that they put yeah, together. <laughs> I get it. Funny. It's <laughs> not, You know, yeah. But like this sense that you have to do it now, oh, it's just too yeah, much. No. If my kids were still young, they, they wouldn't have those no, on the me shelf. Either. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. A fun part of having your kids put together a Christmas wish list is realizing that you still want some of the things they want, like mm-hmm. a jetpack. <laughs> Who doesn't want a jet pack? Really? It's on everyone's Christmas list. <laughs> my three-year-old came home saying he learned how to sit crisscross pizza sauce. What? And I just want to know when they changed it from applesauce. Oh my god! Is it something against apples now? What they say pizza sauce? <sighs> pizza oh my- sauce. No, that's stupid. <sighs> One day, my kid will find out that McDonald's does not sell a five-piece McNugget. Oh shit. <laughs> What are you going to do then? That is a tip, okay?
0: <laughs> You're like, I don't know, they must have changed it. They
1: added one for you. <laughs> when I went looking for the scissors, I didn't expect to find them hidden in my kid's bed, but here we are. Oh, nice. My six year old's two front teeth are loose. She really wants them to fall out so she can sing the Christmas song. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Oh, honey, just go ahead and sing it. It's all right. You
1: don't have to actually <laughs> need teeth to sing that song. <laughs> You'll birth and carefully raise children and give them love and teach them important life lessons, and they still manage to say weird shit like, This cake has too much frosting. <laughs> Well, they all have their
0: own little personalities, don't they? Even if they're weird.
1: (laughs) I'm planning to save money on Christmas gifts this year by wrapping up all the toys my toddler dropped behind the couch. Oh, that's a great idea. (laughs) They definitely forgot about them. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I wish I was as rich as my eight-year-old who just threw away two uneaten Pop-Tarts because they looked not right. What? Oh, no. Beat... The child.
0: You're like, well, you didn't look right. We kept you.
1: <laughs> you don't say that to babies. I wouldn't say it out loud, oh, but I okay. would definitely think it. Okay. All moms have two bins in the basement, one for items to give away and the other for items that need to sit for a year to make sure the kids have really forgotten about them before they're given away. Oh. Red Cross, a blood donation is the best gift you can give to someone. Christmas morning, kids, all screaming while opening presents. (laughs) Unlike those other holidays, Hanukkah is educational. We get to teach our kids about resource conservation, fire safety, and gambling. (laughs) Well, those are important lessons. (laughs) Not very fun, but you know. My kid had no cavities at his dentist appointment, so I rewarded him with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Great! Perfect. Eight-year-old. Daddy, you're so talented. Me, oh, thank you. Eight-year-old. Last night, your snoring sounded like a pig was beatboxing.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I want to hear that. I do too! I was just kidding, I say that!
1: <laughs> <laughs> have kids so you can google every single shark fact at bedtime oh god the most middle-aged mom thing i do is appreciate a good fast food napkin i love a boost to my car napkin collection oh my gosh this is the best it is
0: when you don't have any, oh my god course.
1: it's horrible <laughs> no one absolutely no one my five-year-old I want to know how people break out of jail.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> you get real smart. Yeah. Figure it out.
1: My sister-in-law. As a busy parent, it's very important to practice self-care. Me. Like how last year I put a bottle of whiskey in the Christmas lights box as a little treat to myself this year.
0: <laughs> that,
1: is, that is a good idea. Oh, look what I found. Yay. <laughs> exactly. I thought I was experiencing early menopause, but it turned out one of my kids set the thermostat to 87 degrees. (laughs) Oh my god. Me, five-year-old is growing up, he's so smart, inquisitive, where he's learning this stuff. Five-year-old, three minutes later, Daddy, how do you spell TV? (laughs) They're always
0: filled with surprises,
1: aren't they? (laughs) And this is my last one. My 14-year-old has no less than 865 body sprays in her <laughs> possession. Pretty sure she's running a black market body spray operation from her bedroom.
0: Oh, my. That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> and that's all I got.
0: All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Send in your stories. We need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. I do want to mention real quick that we are going to... Take our um christmas, winter yeah, winter christmas break break so uh we will actually what would you say the date was for the next release? our next
1: release will be um january 9th Is that
0: tuesday yeah
1: tuesday january 9th
0: okay so everybody have safe happy holidays and we will talk to you after the new year yeah all right all right later bye